Days five hot takes, yeah. So welcome to days five hot takes. Here we are. Here we are. Thank you, Gloria. Um, where I'm just gonna be giving you some hot takes, coming in with some hot takes. Some hotter than others. Some molten lava. Some are just a little uncomfortably hot. Uh, but they're hot takes all the same. Uh, mostly about music, but it could go anyway. And uh, that's what makes it fun, isn't it, kids? <laughs> Anywho, hot take one. Hot take one, and we're starting this whole thing off. Coming in molten lava hot. Ooh, yeah, but hell, fire. And uh, in the, in the fi- first hot take is this. Brian Adams' vocal performance on Everything I Do, I Do It For You, the ubiquitous Robin Hood um, sort of like theme song from back in the 90s, whenever that was, um, is is pop perfection, in my opinion. His his singing on that song is, is flawless. And I kind of qualify that in a few ways. One... He he's singing on key really well. This is before vocal tuning. And so he's just singing it really well. He's just nailing it, right? He's hitting all the notes, right? Two, his tone, just his timbre as a singer, his gruff, wonderful tone. People, listen, don't, don't, don't sleep on people's tones because people talk about, oh, he's a good singer. Listen to how good he sings. He sings all these runs or she sings all these runs or their voice is so good, right? But you know what I think really makes a singer great? This is a, this is a, I'm going to add a hot take in the middle of a hot take. <laughs> it's my show, guys. I can do whatever I want. Um, is his tone, is her tone. Do you believe what they're singing? Do you like to hear what they're singing? Tone has a lot to do with that. Like you just like listening to somebody sing, right? But I think a big part of, that helps him in his tone in this is it 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 helps his what you believe brian adams when he's singing the song you're like he would die for her he'd lie for her he'd walk the world for her um you believe those things and so i think that makes a really good vocal take and a performance on a song that was massive but i think such a big reason it was massive is because he's singing it when he sings it because he wrote it you're like that dude means what he's singing and i feel the same way brian and that's the thing is i was telling cheryl last night i love her and i play that song and she loved it it means a lot to me thanks so much so i think uh i think that's what makes it a kind of perfect take because it's just he just nails every part of that you believe him you want to hear more of it you 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 feel like you kind of know him because his voice is so vulnerable you know it's not exactly it's kind of crackly you're in i'm in everybody's in maybe not anymore but we were in hot take two hot take two neil taylor i believe it was neil neil taylor's playing on everybody wants to rule the world by tears to fears is some of the best guitar playing of all time and it may be my favorite guitar solo of all time which you know random fact my other Favorite guitar solo is Big Head Todd and the Monsters on um, It's All Right. It's All Right. I mean, that solo in the middle of it, it's weird. It may be like, it's like a flanged acoustic, I think, which like, who does that? Anyway, maybe that's another hot take for another day, but it's a killer solo. Uh, killer band, too. If you guys don't know Big Head Todd, get into it. Um, but um, but I think especially this solo, everybody wants to world. everybody knows that song, but I think songs like this are tricky because when everybody, when a song is, is, is everywhere as that song was and still is, I think you can sleep on different parts. You can sort of feel like, oh, I know that part as well. But if you go back and listen to that guitar playing, first of all, the hook is a guitar, you know, and then his guitar playing is just so good. It's like every part is right. He kind of has two solos, arguably, in that song. Um, 
And you remember all of it. It's frantic and weird, which I mean, if there's an appropriate song title to play, frantic and weird, it's everybody wants to rule the world, right? But I love, love that guitar playing. Um, and it's bold too, right? Like, you know, he was just like leaving it all on the mat. Like he, he just went to town on that thing. And I love that everybody was like, yeah, that sounds right to me. Um, so if you get a chance, go back and listen to that guitar playing. It, it is, it is perfection. They, he just nailed it. And the song is in my top five of all time. It was funny that one of those songs, that was one of those songs that growing up, I just didn't like, um, I have a few of those. Like I, I didn't like Steely Dan growing up. They're like top five band for me now. I'm obsessed with them. And that was one of those two. I just didn't like it. I would hear it and I'm like, eh. And then there was some, you know, uh, switch that flipped in me about 15 years ago. And now I, I could hear that song on repeat for the rest of my life and probably be fine with it. I love that song. Hot take three. So I get a lot of this, uh, uh, parents ask me like, what instruments should my son or daughter play? Um, first, you know, what's the best introductory instrument if these kids are in their early single digit, you know, years, um, and, and, you know, my hot take on this is I think it's drums. And here's my reasoning. Um, I think and it, it can be for just a season, like get them on drums for a year or two, just let them sort of figure out how to do rhythm. But the truth is, as long as you can play anything in rhythm, you sound like you know what you're doing. Like you can get a kid who can rip on guitar, right? Do all the scales. But if he can't play with a band in time, it doesn't matter how good he is. You have to be able to know how to play in rhythm with people to play music. So I think drums are a big deal. And man, if you want to do a really fascinating search, which I don't want to take too much time or I won't take the time to do rather, just Google people that started like famous artists and musicians who started on drums and it'll really blow your mind. I think it's a really underestimated um, uh you know, sort of thing to know is that drums are such a big thing to start on. But that that's my that's my advice for the for the parents who care. Hot take four. Oh, Stevie Wonder. I love if y'all know me at all, you know he is the he's he's the goat to me. Nobody touches Stevie. I love you, Paul McCartney. I see you, Elton John. Mm, nobody steps to Stevie though. Stevie's Stevie's the goat. He's the best. Evidenced maybe the most by well, not the most, but a but a big sort of evidence of his goatness, goatidity, goatiosity, goatiosity. The newest podcast by Dave Barnes. <laughs> I make myself laugh. So, um, if you listen to my Sharia more, right? People don't like key changes these days. I feel like it's hard to get people to write songs with key changes because it's just too much. People feel like it's like a lot of glitter and flair and unnecessary. And I think what's kind of sad is it, this is a whole other rant, but a quick. 30-second version of this rant. I think what people write, those of us who write songs that we're trying to get on the radio and other people to hear, we're kind of responsible for how the culture takes in music. And so if we stop doing things, it stops getting on the radio, and then people stop knowing that that's a thing that they should be accustomed to listening to, right? So the thing that that really makes me sad is that key changes just aren't as big a thing. Stevie Wonder on My Sharia Moore, key changes in the second bar of the first verse. So this is a this is a massive pop song, massive R&B song. And he key changes my cherry more pretty as a summer day. So we just did the 2-5 into the old key. Now he does a 2-5 into the back into the first key. My cherry more 
and he has a milky way. He's a new key, but he goes Dana, back to the first key. He does that literally out the gate, out the gate. And you know what's the most brilliant thing about it, in my opinion? You don't even know. That's come on. If you're stand up right now and just clap for Stevie Wonder, where are you? Are yeah, Stevie. I mean that that is the genius of that man. And that's the genius of good songs. And it's really the genius of good songs with key changes that you don't even know because they are so well done and they feel so familiar that you don't do that thing where you're like, oh, no, okay, key change, clever. Okay, okay. It is just get in this TV and do what you always done. Yeah. Hot take five. This is one of my <laughs> favorite hot takes, but there has become, you know, I, I live here in Nashville and I have an artist career myself where I'm a singer-songwriter, but I also write songs for other people. And some of those people are my country artist friends. And so I've listened to more country music lately um, because that's kind of what I'm what I'm writing a lot these days. And mine tends to be more the popular side of it because that's sort of how I roll. But, um, but it is hysterical to me that there is this... Who knew that Bone Thugs and Harmony would be like the bringers of the country music style 20 years later? There's this whole two note thing that has just, that is everywhere in country music. And if you didn't know better and you start listening to country music now, it is like people are like, hey man. You heard that Bones, Thugs, and Harmony stuff? We should do that. That is hot. That is hot. It's everywhere. It's so, and it's really cool. Now, I want to I be clear. It's super hooky. It worked for a reason. Bone, Bone rode that thing to the bank. That's a weird sentence to say out loud. But um, it is hysterical. You listen to country music, and I think you'd be surprised how much there's this sort of two-note. Um, and who knew Bone Thugs would call that shot 20 years ago? <laughs> proud of you guys. Before I go, a quick heads up here. If you like what you hear, you might like what you see, which sounds sketchy, but it's not. So follow me on socials. You can find me under at Dave Barnes Music. Also, make sure to hit that subscribe button or follow the podcast and rate if that's an option because a five-star rating means my wife will finally let me buy that skateboard and that's exciting to me. Oh, well, that was fun, wasn't it? Uh, I had a good time. I hope you guys did too. Uh, And I feel like we learned a lot, but I'll tell you one thing we didn't learn. A gathering of three or more drummers is called a mistake. (laughs) So, we'll see you next time on Dave's Five Hot Takes. Yeah!